This is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out of Me. Welcome, welcome. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, before we get too into what we just watched tonight, which lots of I have lots of thoughts. Yeah. Uh, go to your web zones. Uh, YouTube's a big one. That's where we kind of engage mostly. Um, seems that's the one where most people will comment. Seems like that's it. Um, so yeah, please go to YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Really helps out the podcast. Um, it helps us out everywhere, though. Go to Spotify, uh, rate us, go to Follow Apple. Follow us wherever. Apple Music. We're, all, we're, we're everywhere. So please go... And support us, support little tiny podcasts like us. We really do appreciate it. Um, even if we just get to one person, like we've said it a million times, it's made our day. So if you can share it to one more person, if we get one more subscriber, anything like that, really makes our day um, and makes us happy so we can make more content like this. So we really do appreciate you for listening. Thank you, thank you. I want to just get that out of the way um, because I want to talk uh, a little rawhead Rex. Is there any other? Um, is there any other like housekeeping things we have? No. I know we got a new subscriber, which is good, and um, a few more recommendations. They got another recommendation um, just like five minutes ago. So just know, um, and I'm sure you all know by now. But if you're new here. We do recommendations every five episodes, um, so get them in. This we one is will a get future year, so it'll be. We'll do it when we get to that year. But your recommendation, it's is on the on list. list. Yeah. So I mean, if we if it's a previous year we've covered um, every five episodes, we will add it to the list, and it's every five episodes. But if it's in a future year, we'll pay, probably wait until we get to that year. We will have. We will watch it when we're in that year. Yeah. So just know it, we will get to it at some point. We're not you know, skipping you by any means, uh, we will get to it. So let's talk Rawhead Rex. Rawhead Rex. Rawhead Rex. Um wow. Uh I mean we can't really talk about this without talking about I'm not like the the, the biggest elephant well in the closet. Well yeah. The fact that the creator of this um thing uh, this movie hated this fucking movie. So I mean, to be honest, and you'll we'll get to why a little name. I would be fucking insanely mad too. So a little name. Just you a might little, have heard of him, maybe little horror name. You know, he's not iconic or you know well known in the horror verse at all. He hasn't been referred to as this, you know, the British Stephen King or anything like that. No, not at all. Um, Clive Barker wrote the short story. This is based on. So it's in, I looked it up, it's in book, Books of Blood, Volume 3. Which, if you haven't read those, and you like short horror fiction, I mean, what are you doing? Get off this podcast. Well, especially if you like, if you like body horror, what are you doing? Well, Go, anything, really. Well, I mean, he tackles, like, every single, like, psychological horror, like, uh... Com- se- there's, like, funny ones in there, Sexual too. I mean, sadism, yeah. like, he made Hellraiser, so, I mean, it's like... It, there's something for everyone with there's Clive little, Barker. Yeah. He he just goes for it, and he's not afraid. Uh, his writing's really good too. Like there's That's a the reason. Thing, yeah. There's a reason he's so popular is because his writing is really well done. He he's very good at like describing things. He's he's not afraid to go it's very places. Artistic. Yeah, it's really good. It's really like, and it's a lot of like almost like. I would argue kind of more of an extreme like HP Lovecraft kind of vibe to it. Like these like horrors and like these like HP Lovecraft. If HP Lovecraft was horny. Well, yeah, he's very into like hornier shit. It's very much a lot of stuff like kind of subjects they deal with, like in Hellraiser. Mm -hmm. I mean, Hellraiser is literally like a sex cult. Yeah, it's a sex cult. So. Anyway, just wanted to get that out of the way. We both have read Rawhead Rex. Um, we'll point out a, a couple differences here and there. I think we should do a Rambler. Probably. Um, if you're okay with that. Just I, because... Yeah. I, I don't know if the... I mean, it, there's not much of a like actual a like plot here. Just because it's so simple. 
basically people fuck around with an ancient statue they let out a monster havoc ensues yes that's literally the plot we do get like and I'm putting this in air quotes here. An American family. Well, they're very American. They asked if if um, there was McDonald's in Dublin, okay? Because um, the other thing is, this is a and one of them's reading a comic book, but it's a UK Secret Wars. So you know. So this is a Irish film. Yes. Um. The first, possibly only. Maybe I don't know. You can double. I don't know, we'll have on this I don't know if anyone. I'm not going to do a deep dive into our podcast to see if we've done an Irish. Movie. No, we have not. I don't think we have. Uh, but this, it is. This is it. Um, but this is an Irish movie, and our main character is like he's an American. He's on a work trip investigating old. <sighs> the fuck does he say it? It's like old like well, cult it's like s- sacred cult sites basically what he's doing is he's researching churches that were built on top of like pagan um sites sites sacred so pagan sites like ritual sites or other churches but like mm. not christian churches um that were like demolished to build christian churches on top of them yep that's his whole research because he's he's a writer mm. Um, so he's taking pictures, trying to get like a lay of the land. He's got his family with him on yeah. this thing, and so that's that's what his research is. And so, of course, this church that he goes to is built on top of like a pagan. I think did they say pagan? Is it pagan? They didn't. I think uh, in the book it's different, but they said. I don't remember if they. I think in the book it's like a druid thing, but it's. I think it's like. You could call it pagan because it's they say pre-Christian. Yeah. Um, so they, <clears throat> yeah. So he's like researching all this. He's like dealing with the townspeople that are kind of weird. Um, and we get the whole. I guess we'll kind of do the setup. There's a farmer that's trying to like take down a giant stone statue in his it's in the farm middle of his field. Yeah. And he, you know, he's enlisting his friends. They can't get it out of the ground. And while this guy's researching and doing all this stuff, like a, a heavy storm is coming in. And finally, the farmer is able to like leverage underneath it. A bunch of steam and smoke comes up and he he finally pries it. We get the giant stone dick just <laughs> slamming down onto the ground. And Rawhead comes out. Yeah, so it's it Donkey Kong it's from the it's from out. It's from the poster. Uh, if you've seen the poster, that's like the first image we get of Rawhead. Yeah, just him bursting out of the ground. Um cuz he like flings out and he kills the guy off camera for that one. I, but I, I would say it's kind of weird cuz a lot of I, a lot more deaths than I was expecting are off camera. Just the one. There's like th- well two actually well because they show aftermath yeah. a lot, um so they will show it but there's mm-hmm. not like any like well there's like two or three off screen deaths but I thought all because I was them mostly be- thinking this guy and then the um well he doesn't technically die but the priest at the end of the movie well okay so this guy there's the guy in the trailer park that gets his hand ripped off. Mm-hmm. He kind of dies off camera. Like, you see his hand get ripped off. Yeah. But he, you don't see... Um, his him. head get lobbed off. Yeah, you don't see his head get lobbed off. And you then there the was also uh, the third guy, which is the guy that the um, raw man, uh, fucking raw head, fucking hung up in the forest. You don't see, you him. see him die on screen. Because he's the the first kill. But do, does... I thought... You didn't see him die on screen. I think you, I thought you saw him like get eaten on screen, but not yeah. die. Well, he's dead. I mean, well, he's dead when he's like getting eaten. Yeah, but... so he dies on screen. Okay, whatever semantics. B- anyway, he dies on screen. It it will go into something that that is kind of like a almost like a little tiny teaser on like mm-hmm. just a a little critique I had on the movie mm-hmm. if we're going into it. Um, let's let's get like the goods out of the way though. I think we should do like the good stuff and the stuff we liked first, and then we'll get into like the kind of the problems, <laughs> which there are uh, quite a few of them for there's, me at least. Some. Um, <laughs> 
So the good stuff is, I, I think it's highly entertaining when you get average like i like irish actors or english actor and i i am counting this as a good because i was highly entertained by it pretending to be american pretending to be american but like failing every single time they're he on has, screen uh, cuz our guy has two kids <laughs> the kids are like the i one kid tries mm-hmm. the other one does not try at all because uh, no. they're introduced in this movie. Like, yeah. basically, these are, like, their first acting roles. And I don't know why you would take an Irish kid, his, their first acting role, and be like... probably not trained actors, yeah. Well, and probably haven't practiced, like, an, an American <laughs> accent. I don't think they've been trained on an American accent. And the few weeks that they were probably filming with them... Probably weren't enough time to get them to hone in their accent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not quite. And that's, it's kind of a, I'm sure, you know, I'm not Irish, so I don't know. I would assume that the Irish accent is a little hard to like mask. Mm -hmm. You probably have to work on like different enunciations to kind of quell the accent. So... Obviously, these kids did not do that. Not quite. <laughs> um, they sound very Irish, except for the boy who somewhat sounds kind of Irish, but then his English accent is a little better than the little girl's, so it kind of sounds <laughs> like this weird hybrid. <laughs> it just sounds weird at certain points. I will say the mom did okay. Yeah. There's a few points where you can kind of tell. I do love the dude, though, because he didn't just choose one American accent. There's many. He was many. There's, like, times where he's getting frustrated with, like, the police and stuff. He'll go into, like, a New York accent. He'll go into, like, fucking New Jersey. It's just fucking all this, like, shit. It's just all these amalgam... It's like... It's uh, a road trip, okay? Yeah, it's like a fucking amalgamation of, like, different... uh, um, Dialect, well, I don't know, dialects, that's not the right word, but... Accents. Accents from different uh, states in the United States. It's a road trip. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Now, I will say he does the best, because when he's, like, calm, he can kind of, like, dial it in. (laughs) But there is times when he gets, like, super frustrated. It's It's a little harder to hide. It's just a gambit. It's just, like, a Rolodex of (laughs) fucking accents that he has. It's a little harder to hide in those moments. (laughs) Now every other actor is Irish as well because they <clears throat> they filmed in Ireland. It looks beautiful, mm-hmm. um, and so we don't have to worry about that with anyone else because they're all supposed to be Irish. So, but they yeah, on the main characters, they decided that his and his family they're not locals. Okay, so I just I just don't know why you would make that decision, but it's then fine. again. Like I said, we're counting it as a good thing because it is highly entertaining watching them struggle with their accents the entire movie. It's like about McDonald's. Yeah. Because the Americans. Oh, well, of course. They have to talk about McDonald's. They're Americans. What's the most American thing you can write about, okay? McDonald's. McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) Americans love McDonald's. Yeah, that's all uh, all we think about. It's like in some of the Japanese shows, like the Super Sentais, they'll have like American... Uh American actors, I say quotes because a lot of them are like Horrible. not not American at all. People they found on the street, yeah. And it's all about like baseball or like <laughs> something like that, where it's like they just what are Americans they, like they assume that they they like try and tap in on like what's popular in America. What are Americans like baseball and McDonald's. I got it. <laughs> oh man. There's so many episodes where they just do that. Or, like, in the newer seasons, um, a lot of the Americans will be kind of, like, the equivalent to, like, Power Rangers Samurai. There's a fucking fanboy that tries to join their team, and he's, like, this fat, like, (laughs) fat bearded guy. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my Uh, God. They knew what they were doing. I wonder what nationality. (laughs) He's the brown ranger, apparently. Like shit, <laughs> Brown Ranger. Yeah, Jesus so, <laughs> but it's hilarious. It's so good. But it kind of reminded me of that, where they're just like, okay, what's American? What's the Ameri- most American thing we can think of? McDonald's. And McDonald's, Let's the comic books. Uh, so yeah, that's what they did. 
the, the boy <laughs> loves his comic books. Um, <clears throat> so then, another good thing is that it is pretty violent, uh, which I appreciate. It's definitely R-rated. It's definitely R-rated. There's lots of, like, decapit... Well, there's one decapitation, but there's also, like, a hand decapitation uh, that's some weird shit going on. Because, uh, like, I mean, the monster's running rampant. You see it, like, at the beginning, and then it just, like, goes and just, kill, yeah. starts killing everyone while they're trying to figure out how to destroy it, basically. Um, I will say the scene... Because, I mean, at this point, the monster's killed some people. It's kind of violent and everything. The scene where he kills the guy's son is probably oh, yeah. probably the most brutal. The Yeah, the... Because that one is the only, that's the only scene where the death is like fully kind of off screen. Right. Because you. But you see the aftermath. Yeah, you see pretty like his, brutal. his bloody like boot and, his, and top, his comic book. Because the comic is covered in blood mm. and it, you see his little boot and. Uh, should have had a McDonald's bag there too. I know. Some they should have. Little, yeah. little half-eaten burger or something. Because they, they kind of do like a fake-out thing where they... Well, the so girl the girl wants to... The little girl needs to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so they pull over on the side of the road because she insists. She's like, I have to go now. I I'm can't gonna, wait. Like, pee my pants, basically. So they pull off the side of the road. She goes behind a bush. And while he's watching her, she screams. So the mom and... The, I don't know why both of them... No, because the dad is... Um, he goes with her. Well, so he's watching from afar to make she sure she's okay. She doesn't want to be alone. Yeah. Uh, and then she shows the little girl go, goes behind a bush and screams, and the mom reacts and the dad reacts, and they go behind the bush. And it's, she screams. like a dead rabbit. Yeah, she found a dead rabbit, and they're all, everything's okay, calming her down. I do admit, so, okay. This scene is good, mm-hmm. but there I do also have some problems with this scene as well. Hmm. I will get into them. They're very like nitpicky. I will be honest. It's not like important at all. It's just, it's just something I found kind of weird. Does it have to do with the monster? Well, sort of. Just because I don't get <laughs> a monster that huge. Mm-hmm. I'll just go over it. A monster that huge, tearing up a car where he can tip over an RV. We've already seen him tip over a like a RV. We've already seen him throw people like feet into the air he's a very strong dude right mm-hmm. he didn't make that van rock at all nope he was very um, <laughs> he was very gen he was very gentle he was with very it. gentlemanly about it that's what that's the only thing i don't get because the the dad looks multiple times and the and the kid didn't scream loud so the little girl screamed loud enough the mom came over but the boy in the van didn't scream loud enough that the dad heard it. Nope. It doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. It do, the math isn't mathing to me in this. Because he doesn't. Because the boy like freaks out, but he doesn't fully. He's like in shock, scream. and I get that. But uh, then again, the monster would shake that fucking van. No, because the monster's just like reaching in, and you know. But the van would be rocking, wagging his his hand. It, the the van wouldn't be like static. It wouldn't be just like. Just there. I, think I think he wasn't rocking because he basically inserted like most of his body. Well, like I said, it, it's like a he opens a door. Like I said, it was mostly nitpicky yeah. because ultimately the kid dies, obviously. And it's like, I mean, only like I don't know seven seconds that the kid's alive, and mm-hmm. and then he dies. And like, I don't know, the the deaths are pretty good. Uh, the there's like. A kid death, I don't know how you feel about that one way or another. I don't particularly like them, but I like it when a movie is um, not afraid to kind of go there. Because it's supposed to show like horrific shit, right? Well, it also gives... Because uh, at this point, they're leaving this the village. And this basically gives... Him a reason to go back. It gives them a reason to go back and also be much more aggressive about like... yeah figuring all this out i'm just trying to get a, a lot of the good stuff out of the way so i can talk about our favorite character and like go into his story and like all the shit that happens with him his struggle <laughs> he's like he's the best i will say i did like the other um priest 
guy not mm. the not the one that turns evil the clock man but the clock man yeah because he's like the he's like the exposition person he's the head non-corrupted priest which we'll get into but the, the biggest thing about him is that they when they show his like office there's just there's clocks everywhere i don't really understand and he may he even makes a like a clock jo- a pun <laughs> He says, like, I got too much time. And he doesn't say I have too much time on my hands, but that was the good one. Uh, <laughs> he, that would make sense. He says something about, like, time, and it's a pun. I don't remember what it he was. Just, I don't know. He collects antique clocks, I guess. But it, it's hilarious. And he's, like, he acts as our, he, like, does the, he tries to look into, uh, the you know, records. the records of the church that they were destroyed. He... He tries to battle the monster at one point, and he kind of creates a distraction. Um, he tries to reason with our uh, our evil priest man. He does, uh, and his He's death not having it. His death scene is very interesting. Um, and I Irish and sense. it's in our. I have to go over it. I know it's the, it's in the bad. It, it, it's a rambler. Did well. it? Fucking again. What? The fucking monster walks out with this priest. Oh my god. Carrying him, like <laughs> cradling him. I know. I'm never gonna let this down until they fucking do it. One. If you've listened to this podcast, you know my one wish, my one true wish in any movie. I know what happens in some movies. Well. I know it does. I don't think it's happened on the podcast. I don't I don't know. We've watched over I don't we watched over 250 movies. I, I don't think I would be this adamant about it. And you can check me if you want to, whoever's listening to this. If you want to go if back this has to happened. Me, yeah, if this has ever happened, please let me know. Because if I if I'm bitching for no reason, then that's, that's on me. How dare you? Um. So he <laughs> plays the priest guy out, and again, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, is, you yeah, know, you're passionate how, about this. How torqued I was getting. Mm-mm. <laughs> so Not happening the fucking monster lifts the guy over his head donkey kong <laughs> donkey kong mm-hmm. yeah we'll get into that mm-hmm. in our in our the bad <laughs> the good the bad the, ugly. the good the bad the very ugly in this case very very fucking ugly um uh and not in a good way <clears throat> so he lifts the priest over his head and if you know me and you know this podcast you know what I want to fucking see. He does not on rip screen. him in half. Will. I want to fucking see someone get ripped in half. It's never happened. They always build up to it, and then it's just stupid. They just fucking throw the body. That's what he does. He throws him, and then it's stupid. He dies and tear him in half. Says some gobbledygook that we could not understand at all. Yeah, well, I, that's what we were saying. If we had subtitles on it, it would just be like Irish death sounds. Yeah, that's all it was. <laughs> well, he's, I think he's trying to give some like advice where the the fucking tablet that they ultimately use to destroy yeah. the monster with. As any altar. He just dies, and they all know what's happening. Yeah, they're like, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm glad he told us. Sweet, and sick. See, I think my favorite death scene is the guy who's trying to get his rocks off in our lovely trailer park. This one is good. The one where they're like running through the forest. And it's like this um, low shot of them running and it it focuses on them like holding hands as they're running from Rawhead. And then he like he's he basically like surprises them. And then you just see like something happened but the woman keeps running and then she gets to like the crowd and they're like what's going on and she's like we were running away and she's like hold it well supposedly like holding his hand right and then she's like it's over there and she lifts up her hand and she's holding a severed arm severed hand and she drops it i do also like um how they depict like you know how actual people would react mm-hmm. seeing this thing. I think that's pretty well written and pretty well directed. Almost everyone's just speechless. Well, cause they're like in shock, but like what they do is the people actually look like they're in shock. Like yeah. 
the first death, the guy that dies on screen, the woman witnesses it and the monster like tries to attack her, but she's pregnant, so he can't do anything. Uh, we'll also get into the only f- he f- fears it fears what it can't. Well, that that will be the do or something like the that. end of like what I liked about the movie because yeah. I I do like how the the allegories they use to kill the monster is in keeping with the it, it is pretty good and it's it is in line with the book as yeah. well. Um, so basically, <clears throat> I do like the where what was I just fucking saying? Jesus Christ. Trauma. Uh, so the traumas, because because trauma w- when she gets attacked, when a guy comes to check on them, sh- he sees the woman, and she like growls at him, and then like does like a blood curdling yeah. scream, and I'm like, okay, that's pretty. I I would assume that if you saw this fucking Donkey Kong nightmare <laughs> thing, that your you, husband, you would probably fucking do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty horrific. Obviously, if you put yourself in their shoes, of course you're going to get fucking traumatized by that. And I think the director, for all the faults in this this movie, did a pretty good job at conveying that at least. Mm-hmm. Um, because even when the kid is trying to, they, when he sees it, when he sees it, he will not talk. Yes, uh, one of the kids at the trailer park, he sees Rawhead eating, eating a body. I think it's his brother. I think that's what they were trying to go for. No, it's well, it's the guy from. The, oh well, no, yeah, from the farm. Yeah, but the one he kills is that that the kid's brother. Cause I'm he, guessing because at the end he's at the the grave site. He's trying to get his rocks off. What? He's trying to get his rocks off. Yeah, the guy trying to get his rocks off is the brother of the the kid in the. There's not a lot of room shocked. in that um in that caravan. And I mean, there's a later point where he won't talk, but he'll draw a picture and another kid draws a picture of the same thing. So they know it's a monster kind of thing. Monster with red eyes. Um, So let's get into our favorite character. (laughs) Our priest. This guy, he is he is a normal person for maybe two minutes of our movie. (laughs) I think honestly, as far as acting chops go, this guy and the detective are probably the two best ones. Humphrey Bogart? Yeah. <laughs> well, because he gets... Also, I should he, say... He gets like... Let, let, let's kind of throw this out. He gets possessed too, and he like sets a bunch of cop cars on fire. And he then lights him, him up. He like lights himself on fire. And then T-poses in front of him. T-poses in front of him. While he's burning to death. While he's burning to death and saying, like, I did this for you. <laughs> I did this for you. Because uh, Rawhead lovingly stares him in the face. Yes. Uh, we should also mention in the book, mm-hmm. uh, Rawhead is called Rawhead because he, his head looks like raw meat. Looks like raw meat, yeah. It looks like raw meat. That's why he's called he Rawhead. He looks like a dick. Well, yeah, he's shaped like a, a giant penis. The book's about, the short story is about dicks. It's about like hyper masculinity. It's a... Aggression. It's a, yeah, when you take it too far. When, 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 when little... Like masculine it's microaggressions like are taking. Will. Yeah, it's it's when it, it, at listen, by we're way not of that podcast. Uh, but it, it, 1985 is when Clive Barker wrote about when you take an alpha male and put him too far. Like this is like Liver King if he <laughs> <laughs> if he like got possessed by an eldritch horror, and then uh, and then dies by the power of vagina. I mean, I mean, Liver King probably would die by the power of vagina magic, but... I think know. Liver King would die by the power of not having his steroids, Will. Well, that or just eating so much raw deep, meat that he reference. just... His, like, <laughs> veins explode or something. I don't know. <laughs> we can anyway, only hope, okay? This is not, this we is not, can only hope! This is not the shit on Liver King podcast, but it is... But kind, it kind of is. It is kind of a funny comparison because... I when I picture what Clive Barker was describing, that's what that was. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Fucking little did he know that when he wrote that little short story, it's kind of weird. Like in, in ninth- mid eighties, who knew? Like I didn't. Maybe, maybe he's like a it's phil- like poetry. He's a, he's a philosopher. Yeah, he he's like Nostradamus of alpha males. He got it right, accidentally. <laughs> he did. Uh, per accident. But that's... <laughs> I mean, Clive Barker, he's... Everything is very... 
sex <laughs> fucking well lead-in. okay so like it's it's a hypersexual yeah story mm-hmm. that's the whole point of it it's hypersexual it's like you know how ridley scott made alien and aliens super hypersexual this is what exactly what they did too you didn't notice it but your, your brain did. But your brain did. And when you read it, you definitely know, obviously. I mean, the written word conveys uh, quite a bit. So, <laughs> well, so where I'm going with that is, um, you know, <laughs> the pissing scene. <laughs> okay, so, so, the, so the evil priest... Um, he's good for maybe two to- two minutes of our hour and thirty minutes. But he's film. not really. He's even kind of a dick. He's weird. Even when the fucking guy comes in. But yeah, and it's like weird. I don't know why he's already a dick. But he touches. There's an altar in the church, and for some reason, once Rawhead gets comes out of his dick tomb. If you touch the t- if you touch the altar, <laughs> dick tomb, it burns your hand, and then you you see, you see like through Rawhead's eyes. Yes, and when he does it, he sees through Rawhead's eyes, and he basically sees God. He listened he to says, an alpha male podcast and got brain rotted. He was. This is what happens when you take a little baby dick brain. And you subject him to a dude bro podcast, and he just, <laughs> you just pump him full of fucking testosterone, and he just <laughs> you pump him full of bang energy drinks and uh, <laughs> and pre workout, um, and he just he says, "I don't need Jesus. <laughs> I don't need Jesus. The gym is my church. I found the new gym, God. Gym is therapy. In this case, gym reference is being pissed on. Yeah, sorry, um, um, but." <laughs> I, 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 that's I, what happens it is just again I'm not trying to offend anyone this is all jokes obviously uh, but if you're this brain rotted like alpha male then this isn't the podcast for you so um, yeah I mean look y- y- grow, grow a pair I don't okay uh- <laughs> <laughs> so anyway he, he gets all fucking like you know weird Extra weird. Manipulated. He's even a bigger dick because the guy tries to come in and take a bunch of pictures. Smashes his camera. Cool, because he notices, like, okay, so basically... He's always laughing and cackling. There's a bit where, like... He also says, fuck, like, he he swears the most out of any character. My favorite is when they would cut from, like, a scene would be happening, and they they would just cut to two seconds of him, like, staring at the stained glass window with Rawhead and the red laser eyes. Well... And, it and sets, he just cackles. The continuity kind of sets it up like he's just been staring at the fucking glass for like hours, if not days. Yeah. And then eventually we get to the main scene. Our favorite moment. When Rawhead finally comes to the church and he's like, you finally arrived. Because well, this is when they're going to confront the mm-hmm. other priest um, and try and join him into the fold, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Rawhead needs more followers. Yeah. Um, you know, to pump out yeah. whatever. And so he, he, he needs more people to buy his supplements. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he like, the priest like looks outside, I guess. And like, see, join my, I like my well, brain. It's not a, it's not a pyramid <laughs> scheme. It's a multi-level market. <laughs> Dude, my brain had trouble. Like, could like just kind of like, Piecing together what I was like witnessing on when he screen. started <laughs> pissing. <laughs> well, because the priest is like pissing together. Fi- what what happened on screen? You finally come, and he's like, <laughs> he like rips open like his chest, fucking no, and just like I'm like, what's happening? And then the other priest is like hiding behind a tombstone. He's like watching what's happening. And then it just has this faraway shot. And there's a stream He's, of piss. Well, because and <laughs> Rawhead has his hand down near his crotch, <laughs> so he's pissing all over the priest. He's literally giving the priest a golden shower. I can't. Oh my god. Oh, God. And this also will tie into um, some of the bads. 
of this movie? <laughs> I'll, really? I'll, I'll tell you how. Not not this scene in particular, uh-huh. but there's a reason that this scene like stands out and some of the other ones don't. Hmm. In a way. So, <clears throat> yeah, he just gets straight up fucking pissed on. And then after that, he goes full lunatic. Because it's talking to the priest and he's like, I've seen God. <laughs> like, all this fucking shit. <laughs> Pay $10,000 and get my golden like, shower like, supplement. What do you think he'll do to you? He'll kill me, and that's, that's what I hope for. <laughs> I want to die. by. Well, and so they kill the priest, and they go back in, mm-hmm. and now the dude's there, right? The, the main guy, because mm-hmm. he went back, because he figured out that there was a missing piece to the stained glass. Because it's been rebuilt many yeah, times. So there's like a tablet that was missing. Um, but it's some kind of weapon to help him destroy um, Cause, Rawhead. Because in the stained glass, it's depicting this thing like holding him down in the ground, like this thing defeated him, defeated Rawhead. Right, because he's he can only destroy; he can't create. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, and so he like. They're going through. The, I love the priest is just like absolutely fucking demolishing this goddamn church. He's just throwing Bibles. And He's shit. throwing like fucking papers, lighting fires near the piano, fucking drawing all over the walls. Like it's, he just he looks. <laughs> it looks like that fucking thing from uh, with Charlie Day and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, where he, he's, like, trying to... I can't remember what he's trying to figure out, but he has that board with all the, yeah. like, strings going, like... From, to it's, like always, random, from it's Always Sunny. To, like, random he's pictures, like, and he's, like... He's all, like... I got it! He's all manic and fucking crazy. That's what crazy. he looks like. <laughs> and, and, but, yeah, he goes in there, and... Because I'm assuming when our good priest or whatever was dying, he told him that the fucking... The tablet was in the there. thing is in the altar. Because, I mean, there was a scene where he put his hand on the altar and started to see Rawhead, but, like, resisted the temptation. He was able to resist it. Our yeah. other guy, um, you know, he wasn't able to resist the brain rot. He fell for the... He, he took the red pill. He took the too hard. Damn it. He, he lost another one. He didn't have the bullshit detector on, We okay? lost another one, boy. He was already kind of a dick, so I guess it makes sense, but... Yeah, he was already led that way. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he, he takes it off, and... The whole thing is like illuminated in red, and he finds a little fertility doll. So they're gonna have like a showdown in the in the um, cemetery, mm-hmm. and so he and the priests go into the cemetery. And the priest is like talking to Rawhead, like I couldn't stop him. He's like, I he, he had he's the, got he, the thing, he's got the thing. I can't remember what they call it, but and then Rawhead, he's just, got the feminine thing. <laughs> Rawhead like embraces him. I guess he's probably pissed because he's like, you fucking failed, you chump, you well, little bitch. I love the guy. He goes like, Dang. oh, yeah. And his like, it's weird. They like fuck around with like the audio on his uh-huh. voice because they like amp up the like, it's almost like an auto tune effect. Yeah. Because he like starts to go all like electronic voice. I don't, I don't fucking understand why. He's coming. Well, he looks like he's like. Because Rawhead. An absolute fucking euphoria. Bites him, and our dude just dies euphorically. He's just like, oh, yeah, I got pissed on, and I, I got, <laughs> and I got numbed on. Bro. Self-respect. Bro is having the time of his fucking life. He flew way too close to the sun on this one, okay? <laughs> but he's he's done for. Oh, yeah, he's, he's totally fucking dead. So um, the guy tries to lift, lift up the fucking talisman. And he's like, all right, all right, baby. He's like talking to the fucking statue. Come on, sweetie. And nothing's he's happening. He's like, come on. Come on, happening. baby. He's like catcalling it for some reason, which maybe that's why it didn't work either, because what this fucking woman likes that? He can't do it because he's a man. He's a man, and it's a female statue. It needs so, female on female. So Rawhead yeah, knocks him over, energy, huh? and his wife comes over and picks and up the picks statue. Up and immediately. And the fucking galactic battle starts. And it fucking annihilates. It's like the celestial battle. Rawhead can But Rawhead doesn't have a chance. Because because the power of whammon. The power of whammon annihilates <laughs> fucking Rawman. Which honestly... Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean... 
I look, yeah. He can't handle it. And that's it. It kills him. Um, there we go. We've solved toxic masculinity. Because <laughs> I swear. Toxic I murderous on masculinity. I don't know if they did it on purpose. Probably did do it on purpose. But when she picks it up. Because <laughs> when he's when our guy's holding up the statue, it's just like normal. But when the woman holds it up, there's a little a little shape on it. It looks like a vulva. Yeah. You didn't notice it, but your brain did. I guarantee that was on purpose. There's no I mean, way there was a Clive Barker. There's no way that was an accident. The Clive Barker joints. I do like the allegory here, though. I do like the kind of uh, interesting way they go about telling mm-hmm. that basically the only thing that can stop this thing is what gives life. Is what gives life is a pre- like a well, and that's why he didn't attack the pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a like only a woman can defeat this like toxic masculine horrific this thing that monster. just exists yeah. to destroy. Yeah, it does not create; it destroys exactly. And like, what's more powerful than like motherhood and like yeah, you know, the power of creating life. It's too much for it, some it's, fucking... It's, 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 I, I don't know. For like a fucking throwaway monster B movie, it's a pretty good like yeah. way to end that, to be I honest. I mean, it's, it's in keeping with not all the themes of the you know short story, but... Right. The... Well, because I mean, in the short story, he does make the statue work. Mm-hmm. The guy does. Mm-hmm. And then the villagers kill uh, Rawhead. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different. I actually kind of like the movie version a little bit more don't come after me clive barker fans i I mean he did write it i still like the uh he did write the screenplay so um i know he hated it and this kind of leads perfectly into our what is bad about the movie and uh, there's one glaring gorilla fucking donkey kong ass problem with this movie the if as we kind of mentioned, I'm sure you've seen it. It's it. I think it was kind of a meme in the movie circuit kind of thing for a minute. The look, the look of the monster, because in the it's a big problem in the short story. I mean, obviously they say that his face looks like raw meat, and it's kind of described as a fucking dickhead. Yeah, I, if you I mean, if if you again. follow us on Instagram, I did show. A side by side on our stories is probably still up there of what what like, what, like what the original uh, what Clive Barker because he did the comic mm-hmm. what Clive Barker wanted uh, Rawhead to look like and then what he actually looks like in the movie what it looks like in the movie which is more of a ogre kind of ogre look it is very ogreish because well and he's ogreish and he's wearing kind of like medieval garb yeah which I don't is even a little I think weird. in the fucking short story because in the book it's it's just a naked monster yeah it doesn't care it's like a creature it walks around with his dick swinging yeah it's a creature who who cares fuck does it care um and so i don't know the movie from like the like the fucking collarbone down not that bad right Mm -hmm. the problem is when you go to the face it just does not look real at all it looks very uh, hokey i guess the issue is the eyes something about the eyes they just look i kind of compared it to have you uh, if you've seen the uh, the um 1990s uh teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah but but i mean that was way better obviously that they did a way better job with that but the eyes are kind of like that, but like worse, closer together and red. Yeah. And it's... He kind of looks like a, a weird like ogre ape man. It's, and it's very weird because they do a lot of close-up shots and I don't know why you would. Cause it, I wanted more. Because it looked like that. I wanted to stare me deep in the eyes. Because but... when they show the shoulders, it doesn't... The proportions don't mm-hmm. make sense. Well, the other thing is... The eyes combined with the fact that his mouth is permanently open. Yeah. Is also. That's really weird. Yeah. They can close the mouth. It adds to the effect. Well, and he like barely blinks from far away. Yeah. He looks pretty good. Not going to lie. He doesn't, he doesn't blink. His eyes, when they show close ups, they like squint. 
but you don't really see him blink. It's very clearly animatronics. I get they were probably under like a time pressure, so I don't want to like and budget. Yeah, I don't want to like harp on it too long, but it does look bad. I'm not gonna lie. It it, it was it's pretty fucking bad. It's fine. It could be worse, but it's definitely, it does not, it does not inspire fear. I'll say that. No, it was kind of more goofy than that. Every time this, this stupid thing was on screen, I was kind of like amused and I was just like, you know what? If they want to show all the close-ups of this thing, please do. (laughs) Because at that point. We compared it to like a nightmare version of Donkey Kong. It looks like Donkey Kong. And uh, Donkey Kong when he's got his mouth open smiling. Yeah. That's our movie. So I want to go to back to the piss scene, right? Because I'll never stop talking about the golden shower scene. Yes. It's hilarious. Uh, what My main problem with this movie, and, you know, if you have other issues, obviously, let's go over them, but they didn't go extreme enough, in my opinion. This I don't the, think... Yeah. This is like Clive Barker, right? If you know Clive Barker, he is into some fucking weird crazy horror shit. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of that does not translate to movies. Obviously it's hard to do. It would be really hard to do a lot of his stories, a movie version. Right. But if you're going to make a movie based on raw man Rex and make Ryan. it like, right. Sorry. Raw, raw man. man Rex is the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Raw Man Rex. Today, make sure you subscribe and buy my supplements. And only eat raw meat. And only eat raw meat. Raw red meat. Today, we're eating goat testicles. <laughs> <laughs> it's guaranteed to boost your testosterone. And I'm going to drink some yak milk to wash it down, okay? Here we go. <laughs> my problem. <laughs> Today's podcast is sponsored by Black Rifle Coffee. Oh, <laughs> or they're always ever they're always uh, sponsored by like some like doomsday prepper. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Food readiness bins. <laughs> yeah, some fucking guy in a mansion in the hills is gonna teach you about fucking food readiness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but that was my problem. They didn't go. Like extreme enough where it's like, yeah, they didn't it didn't have that like Clive Barker feel to it. It just kind of felt like an 80s monster movie. And this is not like a this is a Clive Barker 80s monster movie. I get he wasn't like up to the heights he is now, obviously, as like iconic and all that stuff. But he did have a quite a few books out by then. And yeah. you kind of got a feel, I mean, from Books of Blood, this was on the third volume. From mm. the first two volumes, you mm. already knew he was fucking... Well, even comparing the content in the short story yeah. to this. And it's, you know, I just don't think they kind of pushed that envelope. It's just kind of basic for what the source material was, in my opinion. Other than the pissing. Well, the that's but that's why I kind of like harped on. That's why I like stuck with that piss scene because it's one of the most memorable scenes and craziest scenes I've never seen in the like. entire movie. And I wish there was more scenes like that. I know we've talked about this before, but it's like if you're gonna do crazy shit like that, make the whole movie that. Mm-hmm. Do crazy shit the whole movie like that. I don't care. I I like weird yeah. shit like that. I, I think it's interesting. I think it's entertaining. It's very fucking out there, but I appreciate that because I've never seen that on screen. Yeah. Now, if you want that, you uh, you got to go read the short story. If you want just page after page of yeah. crazy, crazy wild shit. And, and the short story is really well written. Again, mm-hmm. it's like he goes very much into like descriptions and it's very brutal. And like, it's only like... I mean, it is pretty short. Like, so also, I mean, second. I guess trigger warning. Don't read it if you're not into like depiction. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't be into it. But I mean, it, it has depictions of rape is what I'm trying to say. Oh, there's no. Um, there's like depictions. There's of no mercy. Rape, child murder, animal murder. Everything. Like everything is in it. Other than. Uh, it's like 25 pages of pure mayhem yeah a pregnant woman is spared because pure fucking mayhem just Mm -hmm. ensues like it's just insanity it's great um but i just wish they i you know you don't have to do all that crazy shit Mm -hmm. 
just do more crazy stuff like the piss scene. Have his disciples do more crazy shit like that. Like, I don't know, have one have one of his disciples like suck him off or something. I don't I I don't know. Like like, I just I was just like hoping for something crazy like that where it's like he's having sex with one of the men or like, you know, imagine. Can you imagine, like, on the altar, just, like, fucking the priest or something like that? That's some good blasphemy. That would be be some (laughs) blasphemous shit. But he basically is, like, depicted almost as Satan. So, I mean, it would make sense he would do some debaucherous demonic shit. No, it's just... It's it's pretty... I'm just saying it's pretty tame. Which isn't, like, to its, like, absolute detriment. I just wish there was more. Um, yeah, because they definitely, uh, they could have done more. It's not unreasonable. Yeah. I think what they did was decent enough to keep you entertained, and it's not like a long movie, so it's no. fine. I just wish there was a little bit more to kind of like, more meat to get into in this uh, in this. Um, yeah, a little more movie. pizzazz. Also, I fucking hated the, jump, the fucking, the gotcha moment. They had to. It's fucking bullshit. They have to. It's stupid. On, you know. It's fucking stupid. No. Ra has... He had to zoom at the camera. Zombie Rawhead. I'm sorry, because he's kind of dead. Well, yeah, because he, like, decays a little bit. But then at the end of the movie... So they thought they were going to bring in Rawhead. And I, booms. I guarantee Kai Barker took one look at this film, and they were like, hey, do you want to do a second one? And he was like, fuck no. Well, as, um, <laughs> as history will tell after this, he ended up directing... And because he wanted to be, I mean, unless they did, they do a a sequel. A sequel? No. Okay. No. Thank God. Um, because Clyde Barker, after this, I'm directing from now on. Yeah. And then we got Hellraiser, and the rest is history. Yep. And um, I don't know. It just I don't know. It's not. It's not a bad movie. I was highly entertained the whole way through. Like it's just a monster movie, and it doesn't waste your time. It like gets into it pretty quickly. Do you want to talk about the "Don't Look Now" reference? Yeah, that was weird. I. I. It's not like good or bad. It's just weird. I don't know why they fucking threw it in there. Because um, if you haven't seen the movie "Don't Look Now," there's a there's a girl in a red like raincoat. Well, that keeps stalking the main character. But she keeps showing up, and you uh, never... Let's not get in. I mean, obviously, if you haven't seen Don't Look Now... No, we're not getting into spoilers. We're not getting um, into spoilers. Go watch that, but because... you don't see her face, and it's like a... Every time you see her, it's like an omen of something. Yeah. I don't want... Obviously, if you haven't seen it, like, literally, the twist will, f- like... At least for me, like, it fucking, like, boggled my goddamn if, mind. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen... Don't look now. It's a horror classic. Watch it. It's so good. Uh, but, but yeah, they have a weird reference to it in this movie. Where they see like, um, they're like kissing and there's this old woman in a red raincoat who just stares at them. And you're like, okay. And then as she's walking away, the guy's wife is like, she just looks familiar. I don't know. She's weird. And then that's it. That scene goes nowhere. And it's just, a reference to Dolok now, and I was just like... The director just what? threw in... I guess they had nothing better to do, and they're just like, well, we need to pad out like a two-minute scene. The studio was like, um, this movie is about three minutes too short. Yeah. Like, the theaters won't let me um, put it in. And he's like, uh, fuck. Uh, I, have a, I have a red raincoat. Okay. Got it. Hey, a Greg, Don't Look Now reference. Okay, get... I'm going to call my grandma... <laughs> yeah, let's get to let's get the two main actors. We'll bring them in. Just do a quick little scene, and that's that's and that's it. in there. I don't know why. I don't. It's literally nothing happens from nothing it. Nothing comes from it. Yeah, <laughs> like like literally just comes and goes, and there it is. Oh, the other the other scene that amused me greatly is when the um, detective is driving around with some fucking cop. In the countryside, and they get attacked by Rawhead. And when Rawhead pulls him out of the car and lovingly stares at him, the other cop just decides, fuck it. And just, <laughs> just drives it, off. And then ends up flipping his car and dying, apparently. <laughs> He's in such a panic that he doesn't see the little tiny hill and takes his car and veers on. Dukes of hazards of the car. 
and that's it for him. Yep, because <laughs> well, it doesn't even show him like getting ripped out of the car or anything. No, the car just tips over and the scene's over. Dies. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, the guy, um, the guy, the raw head stares in his head and the guy says some gibberish and now he's following Rawhead. Yeah. Okay. You know, why he not? He got red-pilled. Why not? <laughs> <clears throat> he got, what did I say, raw What man? color is uh, Rawhead's eyes, Will? Red. Oh, oh, oh man! Oh. No, no! I mean, I mean, uh, I don't know what I don't. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, no, I. Uh, I don't know. The yellow, whatever. The yellow, whatever. I, uh, I, I, I don't pay attention to that shit. Who do you think I am, man? God, I fucking. God, I'm gonna go eat a. Go, I'm gonna go eat a fucking cow's liver now and fuck. I'm gonna eat a raw cow liver. I'm gonna go hunt, hunt on my. I'm gonna go javelin a fucking fucking cow and go eat its liver. Okay. Yeah, man. Cows, you know, the fucking fear, fearsome fucking wild animal. It's too feminine to know someone's eye color, okay? You shouldn't know that shit. What do you think I am? You shouldn't know that shit. I'm raw man. I'm raw man Rex, okay? No homo. Raw man Rex. Yeah, well, I'm too, uh, you know what? You know what, Will? Um, I'm too masculine for Clive Barker, okay? Apparently, unfortunately, I'm soy. I'm... Because, you know, Clive Barker, he is unfortunately, um, he is, you know, I don't support that, Will. I don't support the gay agenda. He's openly, he's openly gay. He wrote stories with openly gay characters in the mid-80s. Yeah. And then, you real, know, real, like, a decade later was like, hey, guys, guess what? Trailblazer. I'm gay. And I'm sure a lot of people were like, you know what? I know. I know, bro. They're like, yeah, we kind of already knew. We've read your, we've read One of your, your stories. One literally had a fucking side plot where the two characters went off in the woods and fucked. <laughs> and then there's just, it's just, it's just in there. It's just like, this is what they did. They're like, okay. All right, cool. Some dude in 1984. And the publisher was with like, all right. Some dude in 1984 reading this like, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're like, all right. You know, whatever. But, you know, now, But not me. But not now, raw man. Raw. Not raw man Rex, okay? I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I don't even subscribe to fucking. I don't subscribe to nothing. I'm off the grid, man. <laughs> Except for my podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Smash that like button. Smash that like button so I can get my 4x4, go up the mountain, and snipe a cougar. You guys better smash that subscribe button because YouTube's trying to keep us down, man. (laughs) You know, the man, the elite. Big media. They don't want Big media wants us to to keep us down. I'm going to go. I'm going to go into the mountains and snap a. (laughs) I'm going to snipe a rabbit. I'm going to snap a wolf's neck. With my bare hands. Oh, I'm, I'm not a I'm and, natty, bro. And I'm may, full natty, and, bro. I don't even use weapons. I, I use raw, unbridled strength. Buy my supplements. Buy my supplements. Buy gold. I'm going to snap a wolf's neck and fucking like, rip its pelt off and wear it. Wear it on my pockets. Can't see it, but I'm totally wearing think, it right now. I okay? think we're all better that Raw Man Rex's podcast doesn't actually exist. Well, it's going to. <laughs> Shit. I think um, time is a time is a flat circle. Okay, some of this shit, <laughs> or maybe it does, and we're just not in that circle. So there's so many. I have no there's idea. Probably one out there. Yeah, probably most likely. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, sorry, we went off on a tangent there. I just had to continue the joke a little bit. It's it's too good. We might come back to it. I think Should you do pretty well. Um, you know, very entertaining. I liked um, some of the effects were really good. Honestly, I'd probably give it like a. I don't know if it's like ten levels because I wanted to go. I wanted it to really go there. I'm not getting. I'm not going close to ten. You're not going close to ten. No. I'm probably gonna give it like a like a. I was thinking it's six or a seven, but I was on the fence. See, I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards a six. 
Okay. Um, because it Fair. is better than, it is better than like just middle middle of the road. It is better than that. We've seen some very shitty fucking monster movies on this does, podcast. So you know, it does follow a structure. Yeah, structurally, the movie mostly works. Well, I mean, you know, it it doesn't waste your time, and it goes for it right out the gate. It gives. It has all of like the the bits and pieces that you want out of a horror movie, monster movie. You know what? I'll I'll give it a six too because I just again it does do all that stuff, but it just doesn't do anything to like you know push the boundaries of the genre or like try anything new. Really, it's all just kind of stuff we've seen. Yeah, there's nothing that. Like, the only thing was the pissing scene, and I think that's what takes it to a six. Yeah, th- that priest character <sighs> is it. Like, if the if all his people, if he was able to manipulate more people, and they were all like that, and all fucking crazy, and the just, whole town just went just mayhem, fucking yeah. bonkers, I would love that. That would be 10 out of 10. But it didn't happen, so only one person really, like, turned that, that evil. I mean, the detective did, too, but... And then you'd have even more commentary because you'd have a whole village of, of red pill dudes running around being gremlins. Yeah, being affected by toxic masculinity and they have to be taken down by a woman. And then at the end, a woman shows them a statue of a vag and, and they're so, and they're just soyed away. Good, <laughs> good thing that would never fucking happen. <laughs> but she has the power of nope. fucking anime nope. or something. Men have way more power. By well, by a long shot. <laughs> Biologically, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Jesus Christ, no. We the, can't. The, we can't go on off on this. Putting this, the brain rot out there. We could do like another whole hour of just raw man fucking raw man raw man Rex fucking supplement podcast. Oh God! Thank you, Rawhead Rex. Thank you, Rawhead the, Rex. Um, Appreciate you. Know you know what? Time is a flat circle. We really, um, we really, uh, you know, we went places in this podcast I was not expecting, but here we are. As George Lucas famously stated, I may have gone too far in a few places. I definitely did, but it's fine. Uh, we appreciate everyone for listening. Maybe, maybe if you like us, you could share us with a friend. Oh, you could. oh could was this like the ring you could suggest that we do an entire podcast the poison i would hate to do this but you could do an entire fucking podcast of me being raw man oh is that okay we're gonna do spinoffs now yeah okay characters oh oh. make it a variety show oh it's like an old radio show yeah okay Mm -hmm. yeah reoccurring characters you know that just come in and go you know raw man raw man (laughs) he could be because no one was annoyed by that at all, right? It's not. It's not. Um, you know, real things that exist. No, it's not bringing. Um, per, what, it's not bringing obnoxious. What are you talking? Current about? trends. What are you talking about? That doesn't exist. No, um, there's <laughs> no. no annoying things on the internet. No, we made up Liver King. I totally made it up. No one will be stupid enough to listen to some steroided man who tells you to eat red meat all your life. No one will be dumb enough for that. I refuse to accept that will. So anyway, thanks Anyways. for uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, you know, we really appreciate you uh, you all. Sorry this is a weird episode, but you know, we're trying new things and it's fine. Look, um, some once upon a time, a bunch of Irish knobs in 1986 made a film that for some reason inspired us. I don't know why. We just fucking went like... It's just like goop brain on this like one, said, but it's fine. Time is a flat circle. Yep. It's like our thing with Avenging Force. Also, Things just come back around. Go read Clive Barker if you have not. If you like, if you enjoy reading and like horror and you like crazy shit, go read Clive Barker. Especially, you know, if you don't want to read a whole book, go. There's six volumes of Books of Blood, and each yep. one of them has like five short stories. Listen. I one of the standouts for me, and I think it's in Books of Blood, is uh, in the Flesh. Yes, that's a really good one. Uh, go read that if you like some crazy body horror. I mean, shit. Candyman 
was based on one of the sh- stories and books of blood. Yes. So, so if you like he's him, very influential. Yeah. If you like crazy horror shit like that, that just goes any go, genre, whatever. Go read Clive Barker. Go watch this movie. Um, tell us what you think of uh, Rawhead Rex. I said it right this time. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting. Yeah. Because the brain rot is with, with, seeped. With bated breath, you're just like, is he going to say the right name? Seeped in. The brain rot. Even I'm like, my brain wants to say raw man. <laughs> well, yeah. So raw head wrecks. Um, go watch it. Tell us what you think. Thank you guys all so much for listening. We really do appreciate you. And thanks for kind of supporting this crazy little podcast we have. Always appreciate it. Yep. Well, so... As always, for they mostly come out at night, this has been your man, the man with the plan, the fuck, like, the one that hates women, Raw Man Rex, thank you. Because there ain't no plan B, there's only plan A in this life. There's plan A, that's it. No snowflake shit allowed here, man. This has been Alex. We'll talk to you all later! Boy. Boy. (laughs) Buy my supplements.